it's about to go down. It's another episode of the best show in the house. It's the Carlos Cicada show. And today is a beautiful day in paradise. I want to know one thing, one thing that you guys are grateful for, because today, oh yeah, we're gonna bring it, ladies and gentlemen. Today we have somebody here super, super special. <laughs> and we're gonna talk about a subject that a lot, a lot of people like to talk about. And why not bring somebody here you know, let me just give you guys a little, little the proper introduction over here about this sister. I have an Emmy nominee writer, producer of Amazon City on Prime, Supermom, Badass, Lioness, Michelle <laughs> Heyman in the house. How are you, sister? I'm amazing. That's quite an intro coming from you because you're a powerhouse. So I know you don't pass that out lately. Oh, my friend, so good to see you. Well, today is actually the International Podcast Day. So it's been such a blessed day. And oh, man, I was like, wow, it's been a massive day today. All about contribution. You know, um, you and I, like we were planning to do this like an hour earlier. And I appreciate you still able to make it here. As I was telling you, I was on a call uh, with Gary V and a bunch of other leaders. And we were all focusing on how can we help more people out of hunger and eliminating poverty? You know my mission, right? Making poverty history. And I'm just so happy uh, that you are here today for us to talk about this topic, man, because I think this is a topic that not a lot of people want to, I, I say, you got to sometimes we just have to look at the devil and face it. And social dilemma, mental health is something that is destroying a lot of families, yeah. It's destroying many families uh, where kids are not talking to moms and moms not talking to kids and brothers and sisters. And they're happening within our own families. And not a lot of people is willing to talk about. And this stuff that we hide, we were literally talking about this earlier with this group of leaders. That shit that you are hiding right now, it will set you free. Right. The stuff that you don't feel like talking about. You know what I mean? Like right now, like the, the whole thing with uh, bullying, uh, social bullying and, and like internet bullying, and it, it's just chaos. And speaking of bullying, you know, just to give you guys some idea, Michelle, her husband, great friend of mine, did you guys happen to know that one blondie jerk dick that was <laughs> in the movie karate kid yeah that one. That that's, that's her that husband guy? and i bet you i was looking for the photo that could... oh wait let me <laughs> see i think i have another one brother right there sean he was in the karate kid in the movie that was the guy he was the bully one that bully daniel's son so it's funny how i have you here today to talk about social dilemma and then what you got look at that how cool how great are karate kid fans somebody made this i'm telling you man my people in brazil they love you guys man in brazil like Sean, you not even walk in brazil look at that that's how him. cool i love it that's what people where can, can people buy that michelle yeah Yep. What is that? Go to www.seancanan.actor. SeanCanan.actor. Any karate fans over here, just go to www.seancanan.actor. That's what I'm talking about. I just love you too. And I had to mess with Sean here for a little bit. That's my brother from another mother right there. Yeah, no, Sean is awesome. And Sean and I, you know, we're great friends. We share stages before with him and yourself. And it's just, you guys are such a power couple. And I'm not. I'm more grateful to talk about this topic with you because you know i'm sure you and i we had many conversations over the years yeah. and you know you just like man i mean people you know i know that you and i are talking about like diff having um going to some struggles with our own kids right i mean you have right. so many children and we talk about <laughs> all the dark stuff that people they don't want to talk about so if you don't mind you know sharing with us michelle because you out there you in la all your children's in los angeles in Hollywood and the, the whole life. And it's a lot of darkness that goes on. Yeah. People, they see the pretty and pink, 
but yeah. they don't know the darkness, the shit that goes yeah. down, right? Or the, that sweat, those tears behind closed doors. What is, how has uh, this whole social dynamics and, and social dilemma has impact your relationship with your kids, Michelle? If you could share with us some dark times and how did you overcame the dark times so that somebody listening to us right now can uh, probably, you know, learn some golden nuggets from there, then maybe they are going through that. Mm -hmm. I think I think it all kind of started when I was having one of my daughters help me and she was about 14 at the time and I needed her to help me make phone calls and she picked up my phone and she dialed and I said, what's the matter? And she said, I think your phone's broken. Every time I hit send, it goes, eh. and I was like, oh no, that's the dial tone. And she's like, what's a dial tone? And that's kind of when it clicked for me that we were talking to entirely different generations and in two in different tech worlds. And it was a big rift, you know, and, and she turned around and thought she was so clever and funny that she took a cassette tape and showed her sister and her sister said, oh, yeah, that's a movie. And she's like, no, it's music. Ha ha. And it just was it, it kind of resonated with me that things change so rapidly now that it's it's really kind of tough you know it gives me whiplash thinking about this and that and how this relates and keeping up with all of the things and then i started thinking that my youngest are twins and they were entirely raised on the internet they're the first generation that has been entirely raised on the internet and they have so many different concerns and worries and fears that as a as a mom who grew up you know, like watching things go by, I had time to adapt and adjust and digest technology and they just don't. And as a mom, you really have to be sensitive to that with your children because it's not how it used to be where you're just like, yeah, I did that when I was a kid and now you can, it's not that way anymore. It's a whole new world. It's like a different planet. So I, I think one of the biggest gaps now is that my oldest would have, um, you know, he, he is a big fan of things that I taught him of the, you know, the lost art of critical thinking, where you do some critical thinking before you would just, if somebody, you know, if your friend tells you, hey, it's this way, you should think about it and, and be mindful of it and, you know, draw on things that you know to be true. But as it went down to my youngest, they don't even know who's telling the truth anymore. There are no paradigms anymore with, you know, with, with the internet, the internet, their job was supposed to be to connect people because there used to be people on farms and they would, you know, try for a better life, like, and move to another country, like say from Brazil. And, you know, they would leave their family and, you know, they would have to go and hustle and get a calling card and pay 30 bucks a minute to talk. And it was like, in a line with people. It was like 30 people and you're there waiting and you're sweating. And the payphone. Yeah. And now it's kind of like right now while we're talking, I'm talking to somebody in China. And like we're right in the same room. And it's just so, so different that there's just so much access now. And because of that, we don't know who are the truth tellers and what is the truth and we've lost sight of the communication and the internet like any other business has become a business and their main goal is to keep your eyeballs on the screen not to connect you with your family not to make your life better not to like make your life even easier it's to make you spend money yeah. so kids don't understand that because they grew up with it and there was a time when it was when they did set out to make the internet about connecting people and you know the one thing that is the through line that i think every parent out there and every child needs to hear every day is connection we need to be connected we need to be connected to our children and i mean think about it we send our kids to school for like eight hours a day yeah. with someone who we kind of meet we hopefully know but for the most part that person is raising your child during the time they wake up in the morning till pretty much they come home eat and you know you're doing their homework so you really have to be connected to your child from an early age and make sure that you have um 
a meaningful conversation, a meaningful connection and make your kids know that they have access to you and that you're their heart, you know, they're your heart and you're, you know. And then you talk to them, I'm sure like, I mean, asking them like, hey, what did you learn in school today? So yeah, that you know, you know what the system is trying to implant on your kids because yeah. sometimes there might be something that's different from your beliefs, and it's okay sure. to agree to disagree. You know, so, you know, so you see so much divisiveness. I don't want to get into politics here right now, right, but no, for sure, you know, it's like, you know, why not? Back in our days, we would agree to disagree. Yeah, you know what I mean. It wasn't as crazy as it is all this chaos happening right now. It's we were. It's communication. It's, it's crazy. Communication. Remember those days? Do you think? Why do you think I bring my boombox on this stage? You know, <laughs> <laughs> and I do my what thing. Because right? you're a badass. <laughs> I don't know what you know, I appreciate that, but you know what I mean. It's like remember how much love and connection we have. We all go uh, to that corner. We bring the boombox. And then we bring the cheap wine and cheap beer. Remember the red dog? It's like a $15 for like a 30 pack. It's a paper bag. Paper bag. And we will connect so much. Way more. That, that That's the amount of stuff that was released inside our bodies. Yes. That's And maybe I messed it up with some of the chemical terms here. But, you know, it was so much. Way bigger connection did this damn thing. Now, sure. in the schools, in the buses, in the train. Uh, on the streets, like sometimes they 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 they, they fly in from Brazil or, or from Mexico or, or Australia. They come here to America, or we go to other countries, right? Mm -hmm. and, and to go see and explore. But and then everybody's here, and you're like, hold up, you see that Bay Bridge there on on movies, and then dude, it's yeah, like, it's not the same. Like I, mean, I have to say, like having tourists come, or, or like my relatives will come, and they're like, "Oh, you live in Hollywood. I want to see Hollywood." And like the big, and then they come, and I'm like, "Yeah, it's a block and a half of like really dirty stores that have yeah. like gum and pee on the stars." And, and then the man's Chinese theater. They're like, "It's a movie theater." And I was like, "That's why it's called Chinese theater. Like it's a theater." <laughs> like you know, when you look for things, and it's just not the hype isn't there. I'm telling you, man. And there's all the fires that we're going through right now. So the skies are dirty. But even when it's not a fire, so much pollution. It's just, it's, it's, no, I'm with you. And Michelle, tell me something. Man, it's just like so many things that I want to ask you. But oh, here's a good one. So tell me about it. How did anybody right now that's struggling, that's going through chaos, let me tell you something about this girl over here, guys. So how did you, I mean, you know, how did you win from being a, Carpool mom of five, five little kids, right? Or little devils sometimes, right? Yes. You know, how did you go from being a carpool mom to a Emmy nominee writer in one of the most difficult places to become an Emmy nominee? Because it's so much competition. It's so, I mean, just walk us through. Like, how did you do it, sister? I mean, I'm going to have to give you a shout out. Being friends with Carlos made me think anything is possible. But uh, I mean, for real, if you can't dream it, you can't do it. And um, for me, I just took a chance. I really took a chance. And, you know, I didn't do one of those crazy things like where I quit my job and left my home and ran off to Hollywood. I went and I met people, I investigated and I looked at it like, okay, this is going to be a new business. And I treated it like a business. I gave it the respect and the time. And let me tell you, it was a lot of work. I mean, I, you have to have a really, really thick skin. Cause I've heard, no, I've heard hell no. I've heard you should go home. I've heard, you know, crazy, crazy things. But then when that one thing hits, it becomes an addiction. And so now I'm a, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a producer with a writing problem. And you know, it, it, writing is it's just fun. It's, it really is, it's an escape. And there's nothing more magical than seeing your words come to life and, you know, watching it. And, you know, like at the end, your name just crawls down and you see your name up in life. It's just, it's magic. And I think that I keep putting up with all the craziness of it because, I surround myself with professionals, with like-minded people that, you know, there's always the the Hollywood party crowd that, you know, they want to do bad things and I just stay away from them. 
Yeah. I make sure that everything I do, it has critical thinking behind it and, and makes sense and has a business model and I'm respectful and I keep my word. And you know, that's something in Hollywood that is, if you keep your word, people know, if you don't keep your word, people know. And yeah. you know, Hollywood forgives and, but not when you're, you know, you don't do what you say you're going to do and you have to be, um, you know, everybody thinks like, even my kids were like, Oh, I'm going to be famous. And I said, okay, well, like, this is what it takes. It's not like you wake up one day and there's a van out front and they're like, Hey, we're going to make you famous. Put on your famous clothes. It's not like that at all. <laughs> it's like taking a, uh, an ice cube and rolling it up a hill to make it a snowball and to keep pushing it and getting it bigger and bigger and bigger. Sometimes it rolls over you and smushes you and you got to keep pushing it back up. Otherwise it goes away because even when you have success, you have success, it's very fleeting. And so you have to constantly be selling yourself and keep keeping people around you, keep your audience, keep things going. I, I mean, it's it's a bigger job than sometimes I think I should be like a checker at a grocery <laughs> store because it's just, it's not as angry. It's so, there's some simplicity to it. But like you have to have like strong support group strong yeah. work ethic, thick skin, and stay off the internet. For, for sure. real, for real, especially out there, man. And when you, you're going to, anybody here listening to us or watching us live, you know, you're going through your dreams right now, and then you start comparing yourself with other people. And then, but right now you're in your chapter one or two, and, but maybe they are on their chapter 30 or 50. Yeah. Uh, you know, and you say something key, Michelle, which is clarity and focus. You know what you want it, you stay consistent, you put yourself around the right peer group, and you just went for it with the tech skin. I'm going to do it no matter what. And, and I, love that. I love that. Because there, guys, that clarity of knowing, okay, what, what is your why? Why you are going to do it? I remember, I think it was probably like 14, 15 years ago, you know, when I first moved to LA from, from Miami. You know, I was in the telecommunication training guys to go door to door. And I, you know, I was a great trainer, you know, had made a lot of people a lot of money. So I thought, now I'm hanging in LA, maybe I can do acting part-time or I can, you know, be a producer part-time. Yeah, right. You know, guess what? I, I went in, took the, I never talk about this story. I took in the photos, the headshot. I went to a few offices and there was like no after no after no. And I was like, Oh, hell no. I'm already making a few hundred grand a year. Screw these people. <laughs> because in my mind, I thought of it that, oh, I have this skill set. I'm going to just handle a yes. And then that's when I realized it. Man, Hollywood, they are. It's hard. Hollywood. But you know why? Because they didn't have it easy. That is this yeah. concept. Yeah, there's a lot of evil in Hollywood, but there's also a lot of great people. For sure. You know what I mean? And right now is a big revival. I've been preaching and I've been saying Jesus is coming to Hollywood, baby. You know? I, mean, I feel it. I see it. I mean, the, 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 the COVID thing has really tested people's creativity. And, you know, before it was the studios where you had to know somebody yeah. in order to get in. And now anyone with an iPhone can make something. And, you know, it's like, did you ever hear the story about the two mice in a barrel? That they fall there's two mice and they fall into a barrel of cream and one mouse they're paddling and paddling the mouse goes you know what i'm done i'm just gonna i don't want to do anymore and he just falls asleep and he drowns and the other mouse is pedaling and pedaling pedaling trying to get out can't get out and all of a sudden his foot touches and he had made butter so he paddled his little way and he climbed on top of the butter and got out of the barrel so like that is what inspires me to keep going and to be clear and focused. And if something's too good to be true, it is, it's for yeah. sure. And <laughs> so no, and you know, and you have to look at it from a term of business because it's really easy to hear no and think, oh, I'm not good, but it's yeah. not. It's about, you know, like, for example, if you had a five-year-old and you tell your five-year-old, hey, could you design a restaurant and the five-year-old is like, yeah, it's going to be a cake. And then there's going to be ice cream. And then there's going to be candy. And that's going to be like a whole restaurant. And you think, okay, well, the first thing you're going to say is, oh, yeah, I can. But like instinctually you go, but that's not a restaurant because people aren't going to buy that. And that's what Hollywood is. And it's about timing. It's not that you're bad. It's just you're not right for that spot. 
you know, you're, you're an all candy buffet in a, a, a diabetic neighborhood, <laughs> you know, it's just not going to work well. So you just find your niche and find where you, and think of it from a business perspective. And, you know, that I think will get you a lot further than, than just going from now they hate me and, you know, Yes, now that is so, so true, Michelle. You know what I mean? What you just said. If you, I always, before I forget, let me just give it a shout over here uh, uh, on a 10 second uh, commercial, and then we'll be right back. That's what I'm talking about, Michelle. And, and it's so true, man. I love it. What a cool dog you have there. What's his name? This is Charlie. Charlie. Oh, he looks so cute. She's so, <laughs> she's so mad at me right now. I took her to Starbucks and I got her some water, but it's really hot out. And she was drinking it and she got brain freeze. So she was <laughs> so mad. She kicked over my drink. And you know what's funny, Michelle? Animals, man. Pets, they are so powerful uh, uh, in a way that to disconnect well, let's talk about, you know, a couple of tips here that we can help. What do you think, Michelle? You know, I mean, like, because I really feel bad for our grandkids, grandkids. If we don't do something about it and if we don't speak more about the social dilemma. And you already know, you and I have a conversation about this the other day. I think yeah. maybe we could do a documentary and maybe do something on Netflix one of these days. You know, we both we both super connected in, the, in that world. And I think because that's how we're going to get to people uh, yeah. by entertainment. Right. Yeah. Because right now it's chaos. Everybody on their phone, and even for us to talk about this right now, we are. Remember, right now we, this is being televised everywhere, right? Roku, Amazon TV, um, uh, you know, Amazon Prime. We are all over social media right now. Wow. And we we going. Oh, speaking about pets, hold on. I have a pet over here that oh, yes. came <laughs> to say hi. And then. This is so cool. It's one of the first time on the show. Look who I have here, Mr. Sprinkles, <laughs> my bird. So for you guys that listen to us on the podcast, come on YouTube or on, visit me on Facebook so you can see him live. We got Sprinkles. I love him. My love hey. bird, Sprinkles. Hey, hi, Look, Charlie Sprinkles. Isn't she so cute? A little dog. <laughs> you guys have no idea how therapeutic this bird is for my me for my wife my daughter our family wow. you know and it's funny because how we're talking about social dilemma and revival i love this stuff because we can we, you and i can go to so many topics because we so much wisdom <laughs> so much I shit know. oh and then you know all the darkness that you know in hollywood maybe we'll save that darkness story for the next episode but I definitely want to go over. We have a few more topics since we have another, what, 10, 15 minutes here before our next things that we got to take care of. Uh, ways that we can help somebody right now. Maybe all the tips, Michelle, that you can share uh, for somebody that's maybe they see themselves. Think about it, right? For right now, guys, you guys listen to us, watching us. Mm -hmm. When you wake up in the morning, is it the first thing that you do? <laughs> is it go grab that phone? If it is, you are at it. So, I'm giving it to you right now, but it comes from a place of love. And I love it. I love it that you're playing full out and then I wouldn't expect any less from you. Yeah. But what do you think, Michelle, you know, what do you think we could do, you know, to help with it? Like what I do, like I used to do that, right? So what I started doing myself, I will go kiss, uh, you know, my wife and my daughter, good morning. And then I will go pray and I will meditate before so i made i made like I, I literally and you know how chaos you know i have international businesses employees around the world it's the instinct let me see what's gonna happen today right. like, you know yes. it's always something right, right. And, and and so i was like i'm like you know what hold it for my own mental health i'm gonna kiss my wife and my daughter good morning i'm gonna go pray first i'm gonna go do something before i even touch that thing Right. Because that's where my mind would go. It would right. go right down the phone. So what are you what are you doing 
so that you because you know i mean we i mean for god's sake <laughs> you are you, people you tell people to go watch more stuff you and i are on social media right now right no, i know i know i get it but so i think that i mean first the conversation i think from having you know you have to set boundaries for yourself you know, I actually learned this a really long time ago because I've always worked from home. And then when my kids were in school, I would work in the office and then I would pick them up and come home. But I'd work at home again. So I think, you know, you have to have a balance in your life. You have to make sure that you have the, the triangle. And the triangle is diet, exercise, and sleep. Oops, sorry, my battery is going to die. Um, so diet, exercise, and sleep. And, you know, one of the things for sleep is, you know, make sure you get enough, but don't work in your bedroom. Leave one room in your home where it's electronic free so that you can go in there and sleep and get a good night's sleep. Because if you don't have enough sleep, you're going to be crazy anyway. And yeah. don't do things when you're laying in bed ready to sleep or when you first wake up because you're in this kind of hypnotic state mm -hmm. because you're just coming out of your brain has just been asleep or it's just falling asleep. So you're extremely su suggestible. So whatever, whatever you do in that time before you go to sleep or right when you wake up, that's what's going to impact your day the most. So make it important. So kiss your wife, spend time with your child, spend time with your pet, whatever it is, do something because we, I, I think resentment is a killer. I think yeah. resentment does everything and people don't notice resentment instead of saying, you know, cause it's not okay anymore to say, you know, I'm angry or, you know, I'm upset or I'm distraught. It's not. What happens is it comes across as numb and you have this numb feeling in your life where you just like, nothing really makes you happy. You're not really excited about things. You don't really have energy. You just kind of like, well, okay, I guess if it happens and you just drift along and I call it time traveling. Because you do, you time travel. Like I really like was 27 last week and now my child is 27. So we couldn't possibly be 27 together, but I feel it because I time traveled because every day was the same. I was taking care of kids and I was so, so busy. So you have to unplug and that's what meditation is about. People think yeah. it's about spirituality or it's not. It's about connecting to the life that you're living and the life you want to live. And for me, when I did that, I went from being a soccer mom in the suburbs to be, you know, swimming with the sharks in Hollywood. And I, you know, and I've had success at it because I stay true to myself. I yeah. take care of myself. I give myself the time and the, and the permission to, to unplug and to do things and to think, to think about things other than what's being fed to me. Mm -hmm. And it's really hard to do that for your children because first of all they don't want to listen to you anything you know it's always the you know what'd you do at school nothing what'd you learn today nothing it's like, it's, like, no. it's like a, like an emoji you're talking to an emoji when you're talking to kids nowadays exactly you know, it's the only way to get through them it's like you gotta, yeah. it's gotta be through stories it has to be super entertaining every yeah. time you're gonna speak and relatable yeah for real you because if not they just like you know mm -hmm. and it's so fun you say that. And I want you guys listening to us right now and watching us here to also to let us know if you are uh, some of the things that you guys are doing it right now mm -hmm. to help combat because this is a disease. Yeah. This is a big problem. Sure. Not a lot of people are talking about it. And not only that, we're going against the algorithm just right. by even talking about this because we are telling people to consume less yeah. social media, to spend less time on the phone. And everybody's been programmed since we were kids before social media was a TV, right? Television. You are told to, to watch it, just watch it, envision, envision. What is that? Hypnotic. This shit has been implanted on us. Exactly. So exactly. So you got to get crafty with your kids and, you know, dehypnotize them. And, you know, like every magician's greatest trick is, is, is hypnotizing your audience. So what I used to do is I used to say my kids were a captive audience because I'd throw them in the car because they can't jump out on the freeway. So that's when we'd have really big conversations and I would sneak their, like before, now you can't really do it, but before I would sneak the, the batteries out of their phone and so that they would oh, get the car the phone. and the car, the phone would die. And it was like, oh no, no, I have to talk no. to my mother. And we would have conversations about things and it had to be very subtle. 
and like encourage them to talk and talk to them about something and pose things to them because kids are not dumb. And, you know, they need to feel heard and important and they need to feel like you have some input. And so the worst thing you can do for your kid is go, I know because I said, like my mom did. <laughs> she was like, because I told you to. You can't really do that these days because kids Google and go, wow, that's abuse. Yeah. So you, you I have know, to, you're right. right? So you have to be any, careful. Yeah, you anything. have to be careful and you have yeah. to encourage and incorporate your kids in and, you know, be connected with them. Like I used to have my kids text me at school. I knew they were not allowed to use their phone and they would get in trouble. And I would tell the school, but they're texting me, their mother. So it's okay. Cause it's, For me. Real. And they're like, well, what if it's not? And I said, well, I've had it. I had their phone blocked so they can only text me. And they're like, well, okay. And I would show up at school if they didn't text me. I no, for them. real. No, you this sounds like my wife, man. She's super protective. And that's what I do. I'm like militant. I'm old school. You know, you gotta check in. And yeah. I love myself. You know, and, and, and you know, you have to adapt those things, guys, and right now and, and do things that are a little bit unconventional, right? One thing that yeah. I did was uh, uh like I have no TVs in the room. I moved into a new house about uh three years ago, and my wife and I made an executive decision not to have a TV in the master bathroom or in the kids' bathroom. The TV is going to be like in the garage, you know, in, you know, we have in the bathroom, in the garage, in the sauna, in the freaking in living room, <laughs> in the kitchen, but not in the lead, not in the master bathroom. You know what I mean? And the, literally, we made an executive decision not to do it because in like, like all this stuff, I don't want it to be like hooked up to that thing. And then with all this shit, as you're sleeping, this stuff is being downloaded in your brain. You're dreaming. Have you ever noticed you watch a nightmare movie and then you're dreaming crazy shit? Guess what? Yes. It's programmed in you, so you have to be careful. I want to challenge you guys to start thinking about your own thinking. Unfortunately, not that many people talk about this. And the ones who talk about it, they don't get that much likes and shares because social media, they don't like it, us talking about it. You know what I mean? Think about it. When's the last time that somebody told you? When is the last time that you start thinking about your own thinking? You know what I mean? We're not told you. I mean, this great book on there, Think and Go Rich. Why do you think that book sold so many? Because people are not told not to yeah. think. You know, I'm a great friend. A big shout, by the way, to the Napoleon Hill Foundation. Good friends of mine. My brother, Don Green, if you're watching this. I love you, brother. And, uh, you know, but it's so thing because I want you guys to start thinking about these things that you guys can do that are practical. Like Michelle and I are talking here. Uh, like no TVs in the room. Uh, one thing that I do, Michelle, I don't know if you ever tried that. I'm old school Italian and Brazilian, you know, I have a lot of Italians in my family. So I get a hat and around table, breakfast, lunch and dinner. I even talk about this on my book, uh, Work Like an Immigrant. Great plug. All your devices on a hat. And then, you know, no phone on the table on breakfast, lunch or dinner. Because one thing that if that's going to be your last breakfast, lunch or dinner with your family. Yeah. Would you rather be on your freaking phone all day or would you rather have a conversation? And I, what I do, we go around the table and I tell them, tell me three things you are grateful for. And everybody has to answer, myself included, my kid, Isabella, my wife. Tell me three things that is a must that, that you do. I heard some war. Oh, I heard some crazy stuff. What is it? Is it yours? No, it's not on mine. It's on yours. It can't be on mine. I don't have anything else on. Holy shit, that's crazy. What the heck? What is that? <laughs> that what never is happened it? before. Some what the heck? What is that? <laughs> I, never, I have no idea. Did somebody hack into our podcast or live? We heard a I hear some what the heck? I know it wasn't me. No, that's not an, on this end either. I heard the Sin City on the back alley. Holy shit, I've never seen that happen before. That's it sounds like the movie Sin City. Right? Wow, that was crazy. <laughs> I've never seen that happen before. All right, it's no good. But you see, guys, we cannot control. We cannot control what it goes down. But guess what? We didn't stop. We just kept it going. We actually play with it. <laughs> you know what I mean? We could be like, that's how life is, right? Crazy shit will happen. And you have no control. Other than what is the meaning that you are going to give to that situation? 
want you guys to think about this. Let's let's really think about this because you know we're talking about something very important here is to help us with this thing because you know like Michelle say you know she she agreed here on this on the on this on the uh, live that you know she's an addict you know I was an addict and I started doing things you know and I'm still a lot to work on and that's what I love about this because we can have conversations like this and play full out because that stuff right there guys is what's gonna set you free. Mm -hmm. The yeah. things that you don't want to talk about just by recognizing that you are an edit and then by now we are forcing ourselves okay hold up you know let me put the phone outside the room to be charged mm -hmm. versus in the room let me not have the tv right i think one of the things that's really important to be able to do that and keep doing that because we have a tendency to justify, well, I got to check my business. I got to, my daughter's this, my son is that, my whatever. So I think you have to look at why, because why is very, very important. For me, I do complete blackouts. I'll go two, three weeks with no TV, no phone, no internet, no nothing, zero. Love Just that. my own thoughts and a pen and a paper because the internet is the death of thought. Yeah. It's meant to inspire you, but it can control your thoughts. So like I found myself on a deadline and I had to write a script and I turned it in and I was like, oh my God, I'm so proud of this. It's really good. It just flowed and it was so fast. It felt so good to write it. And I turned it in and I got it back the next day and they're like, yeah, stop watching Riverdale. And I was like, oh my God, I was watching Riverdale. Like I wrote, like subconsciously, I wrote the storyline. I mean, it was different, different characters, but like it was literally the storyline. It was enough. Somebody wow. else called me on it and I was so embarrassed. I was like, oh, wow. So now when I'm writing, complete blackout. I need it's whatever is inside my brain to come out. Walk me through that. So how often do you do that? I love the idea. Two to three weeks, blackout, no when I'm working. no social medias. So you literally go for like two weeks, like literally 15 days, 21 days, like. Till I finish the product. Wow. Whatever I'm writing, whatever I'm working on till I finish it, that's what I do. So and you would not even turn on the TV. You would not scroll down through social. You literally shut down everything. If you use your phone, it's just to call your family. And by the way, guys, that's apps out there that you can actually program the apps to not that doesn't let you use social media. And the only thing that you can do is it not, doesn't let you surf the web. It only allows you, you can literally program the number of people that and Michelle and, and see see why that see that's the difference right that 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 those Emmy nominees getting Amazon Prime getting your husband right now you know Sean is on Netflix that's that stuff right there that I'm talking about that nobody's willing to do because mm -hmm. you see look at that proximity right monkey see monkey do so well and the thing is is that because at the end of it you just think I the first time I did it after that happened I was I started working I was like oh oh but see now I know that I'm doing that so now I'll be smart so I could just watch a little thing and I won't watch Riverdale and then that will be perfect wrong it isn't it's pervasive you have to just know it no and you know why because I want to be successful if I want to yeah. be successful I can't do this it's one or the other, and it's down to personal choice. You have to make your personal choices and stick to them. You wow. can't have everything. You have to decide. That's what the word is, decide. Kill one side. Cut it wow. in half. Which wow. one? And if, you yeah. see, and if you can do that, it makes you, it will raise you above any station. I was, I decided I didn't want to be a carpool mom anymore. I didn't want to live in the suburbs. I wanted to do something different. I wanted to explore my creative side. So, I mean, I may as well have told my friends I'm joining the circus because they were like, wait, what? you're going to what? And no one thought I would do it. And I was was pretty successful as a, as a stay-at-home mom. And I changed. And, so, yeah. you know, my life is totally different. And I fall into the traps, of course. But I remember why. Why am I doing this? I want to. And since I want to, that means I can't do this. I can't lay around. I can't watch TV all day. I can't do that. I cannot. It's not part of it. And that's one thing that you can get across to your kids is make a challenge with them and say to them, I want this. What do you want? And let them come up with something insane, you know, like something that's just is completely unattainable and say, okay, how, you know, like, how do you eat a 50 foot elephant? One bite at a time, one bite. So you, so you break it down for them and you say, I'm doing this, you're doing that. 
and and even the bigger the you know my kids were like oh i'm gonna go to disneyland it's gonna be just me there and i was like okay let's do it how do we do this so we called disneyland it costs a ridiculous amount of money and they're like I can imagine. just find the money and you can do this at so least right like, now right now it's cheaper we can jump the thing exactly. <laughs> and they were like oh we got covid <laughs> we're good <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, i love this guys i mean if you guys i i, I highly recommend i because i think this can benefit so many people think about it right guys think about it right now an area of your life that you should be focusing on more often like for, for me i know it's but my for real focus right, not for real. Like i can focus when it's convenient or i can focus on the pieces i want but for real like yeah for no real, i'm talking for about real. Old school, like notepad, like on your computer, post mm -hmm. notes on your in your wall bathroom. Like when I go to my bathroom, you are fat, Carlos. Time to go work out. So it's like I don't even have a choice. I'm looking at it. Yeah, you are fat. We cannot hide it. studio. You cannot hide it. The camera does not make you look skinny, brother. You fat as hell. Is what I tell myself. <laughs> you know. And then and I write it on the freaking post-it note and I put it there because the truth will set me free. It will set you free. What is the area of your life? Maybe you need to spend more time with your spouse. You know, one thing that I start implementing. I do uh, daily walks with my spouse i don't have tvs in the restroom we will still do the hat three questions around the table wow. um you know like you say two to three weeks don't leave like you say don't leave your phone in the room i want you guys to start implementing pick what you think and start implementing some of those strategies guys because this will help so much and you never know one of these days maybe michelle and i we on netflix talking about the, the, you know disrupting the social you know dilemma and you know what i mean who come yeah. up with i crazy? feel like carlos i feel like we could make this like a weekly thing we have so much more stuff to talk about i, I think we can and, and you know what i mean and we right right on the top on that hour and guys definitely michelle i mean i'm gonna take you on it we should get on this again and do social dilemma the so darkest part two We'll come up with another date and then yeah. you know, and maybe because... we should do a contest. Like we should have a special guest walk on. I think I like that too. I like that too. And then we'll bring Sean. That would be great. That's, that's, have that's my most special guest. Yeah. <laughs> I will bring... has, oh my gosh, Carlos, I have to tell you, he's just just as a spoiler alert, he has got the most amazing story about just picking himself up by his bootstraps and making it happen and putting himself out there it's a, every time i hear it and i've heard it millions of times i cry yeah every I single love, time i love hearing sean's story and i can't wait to have him on the show is that we're gonna have a good time actually he just, you. sean he just he's walked in he's giving me that he's giving me the look because we're doing a, a podcast in 20 minutes but but yeah, I mean, you should, you will hear his story and it's just, it's crushing and yeah. it's, no, and it's amazing wait. and it's, it's, it's inspiring. And then maybe when Sean comes, we can probably share some secrets. <laughs> the stuff yeah. that you might know. We know all the secrets, guys, on yeah. Hollywood. And we know all the, you know, so I will not share it. I'll be quiet for now. You know? And uh, Michelle, thank you so much for being here, sister. This of was course, awesome. anytime. Right great day to celebrate the international podcast day to talk yes. about something that is is you know so many people right now and families are being destroyed people are sad depression suicidal and we we often help guys and literally we right here today we lay down so many strategies that we can always yes. start implementing yes. focus on your health your relationship your business and i guarantee you man those two three weeks uh, so many people listen to me right now. You know it. You want to make a little bit more money. Imagine it. Just a little bit less social media, a little bit less TV, spending that time, getting on the phone, connecting. I was talking about this the other day. One thing that Steve Jobs and I have in common, we pick up the phone. Steve used to call people in Silicon Valley, literally CEOs of companies. Hey, I, I'm working on this. Do you have the body, the, the body, the part? I'm thinking about the movies, you know? Do you have the part for this thing, you know? And literally, he literally did that with the CEO. I think it was a hero Packard, I forgot. You know, yeah. and he was working on, you know, and then he's like, yeah, I had the kid. Yeah. I gave him an internship. Yeah, you, you murdered know? that story, but yeah. For real. It's <laughs> it like a totally murdered the story. No, but again, what he did, he always picked up the phone. That's one thing that Jobs did. He picked up the phone, connected, talked to people. And again, yeah. something similar that you guys also have, that clarity. 
He said, I'm going to go for it. And I'm going to make this up, build this amazing company, right? He did that with Apple, with Pixar. You know what I mean? And, and now you did the same thing to become an Emmy nominee. Now you're on Amazon. And I mean, Sean, his stuff is on uh, Netflix and so many other amazing things that you are working on that we will not share with them yet. You know, but if you guys are struggling artists right now, struggling actors, struggling musicians, Michelle and I are going to be calling you. We're going to be calling you because we know that many of you out there have a large following and a lot of you are not collecting emails. A lot of you are out, uh, are, you know, and it's, since Michelle and I know. Tuning. Follow I'm the business you. side of it. It's like we're going to be calling a lot of you guys out. And if you guys are right now struggling, whether if you are actor, musician, an artist, you know, video, videographers, uh, people, makeup artists, Michelle and I are going to be calling a bunch of you to help you guys out. We have some amazing things that we are working on. To help yep. many of you out there where you don't have to spend money, where we can all collaborate, help you out. We can help all your followers and we can all make poverty history together. So yes. more to come on that. And Michelle, yes. where can they follow you, my friend? The best place to follow Michelle Kanan. So you can follow me on any of the social medias. I'm Michelle Kanan on, on all of them. Uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, you can go to studiocity.show and watch Studio City and see in, and figure out, get some inspiration. It's about um, a struggling actor. So you can see what it's really like. Um, season two is coming soon. Oh, so, yeah. yeah, you can follow I'll me in any of those places. And right now is a great time to watch, too, because a lot of them struggling out there right now. And it's just I can wait, man, for some of the things that we're going to be doing for all these uh, struggling actors out there right now and musicians yeah. and uh, just wait, beautiful people. And not only them, guys. Also, you guys right now, they are struggling at home. Just reach out, man. Reach out. If you guys are going through some difficulty, you need help making some money, Michelle and I, it's just like, just reach out on social media. We are out there helping so many people right now. All you have to do, pick up the phone. Call us. Tell us your story. You know what I mean? Maybe you have a crazy story that maybe you can come on my show and her show and yeah. just never know. If you don't pick up the phone and ask, we won't know. You know, yeah. it's like it's about Shut picking up. up the phone and showing up, spending less time on TV and on streaking social media and then but pick up the phone and connect with us. Like connect, go social media for that and then try and call us, you know, but then do not go surfing, do not go scrolling, you know, like go connect, go do something different. You know what I mean? Go help other people. Right now you're going through chaos, find on helping others. For go talk, connect with your local businesses. Right now they are going under. Bring the community together, share what? strategies. You know what I mean? It's like find ways to add value. Tell them, hey, check it out, Michelle, check it out, Carlos. They're working on these projects. Partner up with us. Do a joint venture. Become an affiliate marketer with us. So many ways to collaborate. At the end of the day, like we were talking earlier, is about giving more than what you take. Think about this for a minute, right? Yeah. And we're going yeah. to finish this on, on that topic about giving more than what you're taking. As I always say, at the end of the day, life is about contribution not acquisition. It's always about the mission, not the commission. They're not going to talk about, you know what I mean, Michelle's and Carlos' fancy houses and cars and our friend. None of that crap. No. They're going to talk about the crazy stuff and us being out there in the struggles and, and, and the, the, the times that we contribute and we help in the community, whether it was during the pandemic or when she was hitting the fan in previous years. <laughs> you know, that's the stuff that people are going to care, my friend. And Michelle, any last words? I know that you and I got to run and uh, yeah. any words, sister, that you love to say or some um, words of wisdom? I know that you dropped so knowledge. My advice is take some classes, educate yourself, keep your mind busy with knowledge. Take a philosophy class online, take a psychiatry class or a psychology class online, take a political science class online, take a logic class. Those four classes will change your life. It will help you to think about how you fit in the world, what the world is really like, and where you're going. It'll help cure the aimlessness and the fear that you have about the future. Yes, and I love it. Oh, I got to give some shout out here, some of the comments before we go. Uh, you know, I got Mo Rock, you know, my favorite show. He loves it. <laughs> Mo Rock, big shout to my brother, the Los Angeles Tribune in the house. Uh, Karate Kid 3, baby. <laughs> and, oh, look at he asked, is he going to be on Cobra Kai? Cannot tell you yet. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, we got Shauna say, wow, awesome. Love this. 
We got uh, uh, people here uh, from LinkedIn, Facebook, all over the world. Michael, cool, happy to get this. Uh, Carlos and Michelle, let's see what else we got going on over here. We got, um, uh, they, they are digital nomads. Awesome. We have people uh, even over here saying, I, I love that. Uh, people on LinkedIn, uh, easy, say, OMG, my daughter says that all the time. You know, de-hypnotize, for real. Uh, what a, that was a great documentary, Pollyanna. So very cool. I appreciate all the love, guys. You guys are awesome. We have so much love over here uh, from Strauss Social Media. And uh, guys, as you guys know, Michelle and I, we do this. This is this show is a free show, a free podcast. Is that Sean? <laughs> hey, Carlos, how are you, buddy? Did you hear me talking about shit earlier? I did. Oh, you can't remember the blunt. <laughs> no, you know what I did at the beginning of the show? I put this banner here. Did you guys know that blundy jerk from the movie Karate Kid that used to fool <laughs> people? It's this guy right here. <laughs> oh, hey, my friend, you came in towards the end, but I want to get you on our next show. And we just had a great talk over here. Your wife and I, man, as always, brother. And you, I can wait for them to hear your stories. Man, oh, thank you, man. I'm, yeah. I'm telling you, man, all they struggle. Like I was talking to Michelle earlier, people, they see all the good, but they don't know the darkness. They don't know. That's, that that's true. Listen, I'm looking forward to sharing the stage with you again because your story is phenomenal, too. And, you know, it's, it's amazing. People can come from completely different backgrounds and have the same power to inspire people. So I, that's why I love hearing stories like yours that's so different than mine. And, uh, it, you know, it gets me fired up. Say Can't hi. wait to do it again. Say hi to his bird. Oh, say hi to his bird? I thought oh, that was that's, Oh, no. That's a bird. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's coming. Oh, my God, that's adorable. That's Mr. Sprinkles oh, because God, I have a green screen studio. And Sprinkles is kind of greeny. You know? I, I got to say goodbye because I got to go do my podcast over here. No, right? I know it's coming oh, up. That's what I was telling you. Michelle. Thank Take you care, everyone. Hi. Love you, brother. I'll see you soon in the next one. Hey, Michelle. Rock and roll, baby. Good to see you. Rock and roll, guys. You guys already know it. Thanks, somebody here. I love you guys. God bless you. Go see you. Love you guys.